0: You're listening to The Shine Podcast. Whether it's business or personal growth, we believe in shining bright, encouraging women through conversations, tips, tricks, and resources along the way. Keep shining with host Shauna Starr, business owner, photographer, pink hair enthusiast. When she's not working, you can find her at the gym, the beach, or with her little dog, Murphy. Hope you're ready to smile, sparkle, and shine. Welcome back to The Shine Podcast, and today we're going to talk about staying independent, putting education and money before your emotions. This is a topic that I can already say is much easier said than done and, of course, easier to say after you are done with a relationship looking back. But I was reminded of a song with the lyrics, I wish that I knew what I know now when I was younger, and that was very tough to say without me singing and snapping. In fact, I had to record that a couple times. But yes, I'm still actually pretty young, and oddly enough, as I do age, I don't feel any closer to being an adult like the adult adults that I used to have imagined as a kid. And honestly, I think play and being goofy, carefree myself is still just as vitally as important now as it was when we were allowed to as kids. And if you don't think that I still maybe don't dance in Walmart, ride the cart as fast as I can back to the car, and continue to maybe say things that I shouldn't, um, it's fine. I've accepted who I am and I've embraced that person along with the loud singing in the car with spurts of anger, but that parts for another time to talk about my road rage. We're here to talk about staying independent. There's still things, of course, that I'm coming across that I'm still learning and instilling in my life now, but looking back at some things I wish I would have implemented long ago. Of course, it's basically hindsight at this point, but as a not married woman in my 30s, there's definitely some things I could have been working towards to set me up for a bigger success now. Now, I'm not regretting anything that I did or went through. In fact, I'm probably at a point where I'm my most happy I could possibly be and so excited for my future and what's to come and where I'm at now and what I'm doing probably wouldn't even be possible without some of the things in my life that are no longer. So I'm extremely grateful for those things. But if I were to go back, there's a few things I would definitely work on. But since we can't go back in time, these are the things that I'm instilling now for a better future and if you're at a younger age, hopefully you can listen to this too and make sure you're setting yourself up for a more successful future. So first of all, I'm reminded every time that I start dating somebody, the importance of being an independent woman who doesn't have to rely on someone. And let me be clear about a few things. That's not anything against men, relationships, marriage, or even depending on a partner. In fact, when you have someone, there is of course a sense of dependence, just not completely. I had a conversation recently about how important it is for both men and women in the relationship to maintain a life outside of the relationship. Isn't that one of the things you adored about them anyway, their need for adventure, the life they had before you, passions, pastimes, and who they are at the core who automatically just encouraged you without you even thinking about it. This is exactly what I want to touch on today, the importance of being an independent woman. But slow down one more thing. I really do want to make sure this isn't misinterpreted. This isn't an ultra-feminist, I don't need no man speech. In fact, I love having a partner, and when you can thrive, grow, and push to be better people in it, it's absolutely beautiful to see you becoming that better person simply by the encouragement of someone who lovingly is by your side and believing in you. And I know for me personally, I get my butt to the gym more as we can go together and one of you will tend to be wanting to go and the other one wants to be lazy. They can keep me accountable simply by asking how my day was and what I did for work. And seeing them being passionate in their work and hobbies inspires me as I listen to their excitement and knowledge. I actually think relationships are pretty dang great and it grows and teaches us and pushes and makes us better and I desire to have that deep love shown to me and laugh with me and appreciate me while I do the same for them. However, too many times both men and women start little habits for the other that turn into something unhealthy. And it's really easy to get into that habit, especially at first, because you want to skip all the things to spend time with that person. You want to show that they're a priority, which they are or maybe someone has wronged them in the past, so you doing a certain thing or a certain habit seems like your job, but then that thing actually doesn't get healed. It's just bandaged. This isn't a healing podcast per se, but one thing to keep in mind is that open communication, striving towards yourself, healthiness, and you. You shouldn't lose yourself you should just become a better you. So maybe that's actually down a little bit of a rabbit hole, but the best thing you can do is absolutely make sure your partner is a priority, but to not lose you. In fact, the you should keep building in a healthy relationship. I'm not just speaking to young women here, but women of all ages, and it's never too late to make your education And when I say education, I don't mean just college here. I'm saying conferences, online courses, new mentors, fitness, financial knowledge, and money before pure emotions. Now, if you're married, it still can apply to you. It just may look a little different and still having that, of course, open communication I mentioned earlier. But if you're single or in a relationship, it's also time to prioritize you and prioritize your future. That looks a little like the things I just mentioned and a few more things I'm going to cover. Learn to put money and education before your pure emotions. And this is hard to do, even as a woman in her 30s who knows better, even after countless prayers and understanding that my heart lies within God's will and not within a man's future. Even so, chasing love, and I say chasing because we shouldn't be chasing love. If you're in a good relationship, you pursue it together and not make it the only thing we're doing. If you're chasing love, though, it will make you unfocused and broke. God will send you someone who understands you and treats you like the queen you are when the time is right. But how many times do we spend months or even years with someone who isn't right for us when instead we could be building and investing in ourselves, the relationship that will continue through the boyfriends and men and relationships that don't last my heart has definitely changed in the past 10 years but the desire to love hasn't surprisingly after a lot of self-work on my end after a divorce and someone who hurt me repeatedly with their actions there's still that intense part of me that wants to feel seen and to be vulnerable with somebody to share and grow with and i'm so thankful for the softness that my heart has kept through the pain but it has also taught me a lot And luckily as I date, I can continue to work on being a healthy individual and that helps me spot that in others along with connection and vulnerability much more quickly. But honestly, it's hard to do that in the midst of love, isn't it? We think ours is different and we put things on the back burner and they should just be a priority, but how can we do that in a healthy way that continues our path to progress and growth rather than just putting it on hold? First, look at it objectively. Is this person in your life encouraging your growth and without them even trying, encouraging you to be better by their actions towards their progress too? And second, if it isn't easy, healthy, open communication and filled with trust and loyalty, I know I'm on the outside of this relationship, but spend some time meditating if it's going to be a long-term healthy relationship for you both. How can you put education and money before pure emotions? I'm going to give you a few things to kind of look at. Number one, whether you're single, dating, in a long-term relationship, or even married, look at your own actions. If you've given up everything you wanted to just please the other person, it's time to step back. I'm not saying end it or that it's a bad relationship. I'm just saying you can still prioritize your goals too. Number two, after you reflect on what I just said, make time for you. It is okay, especially when you're just dating, to say no to some of the things so that you have time for something that will further your goal progress and confidently to spend time doing that. Number three, be clear about boundaries. And this is tough sometimes. Whether it's how many times a week to see one another so you can still work on your goals, or maybe joining one another for these goals, like going to the gym together or a time where you can both sit and read and listen to podcasts, etc., and stick to those boundaries. Number four, set a budget. Budgets might be a whole different topic, which I know I've talked about in previous episodes, but budgets while dating are important too. It is perfectly okay to suggest cheaper options, nights in, and free dates, especially when you have financial goals you want to make. It's easy to spend money on one another and nights out, and this is another boundary to make. Number five, money. Okay, so I just mentioned budgets, but it's also more important than that. Start to dig into investing, saving, and where you can make the most of the money you're already making. While you're young is the best time to start saving, so interest then can grow as you get older. Smarter decisions now with your money when you're younger makes a huge difference for the future. Number six is education. Plan on a course, whether it's free or not, conferences, mentors, starting a business, whatever that looks like, go out and do it. Investing in knowledge is one of the absolute best things you can do. And this isn't just for you. It'll benefit your future partner someday too. Putting your money and education before emotions can be tough, and we tend to all lose track of some goals, at least for a little while, when we get that Twitter-pated feeling with somebody and we just want to be around them all the time. The best thing that we can do to ensure that consistency is to, yep, read some books and journal. And I am going to suggest, again, the book, Why Men Love Bitches, because it's one that I found that will encourage you to be you, and it actually will advance your relationship in a more healthy way. If and when someone comes into your life that absolutely is wonderful and brings you joy, comfort, ease, affection, and you both can pour into one another emotionally in a healthy way, one of the best things you could have done is to work on yourself to prepare for such another soul. When you do, having healthy boundaries, goal set, education, finances will make those parts of the relationship much healthier and hopefully finding that counterpart in someone too that has done the same in thinking of a future significant other. A quote I read recently from the book, Love, Sex, and Dating is, am I the person the person I'm looking for is looking for? So while sometimes we focus on finding the right person, becoming the right person might help you identify the person you desire, and in turn, you'll be the person they're looking for. That makes me want to kind of get into my Midwestern accent and say, oof, it's heavy, right? Becoming the right person by putting your growth before emotions. I'm going to leave you with one more little quote, because even though I can tell you all these wonderful things, the fact is we're human. We have trauma, hurt, things we're going to be working on and healing from, and even things we don't know we need healing from and growth from. But I came across this. She could never go back and make some of the details pretty. All she could do was move forward and make the whole beautiful. So wherever you are, I hope you find the encouragement to staying independent and still becoming you even in a relationship and putting those things before emotion to become the person you're looking for is looking for. Thank you so much for listening to the shine podcast. If you love today's episode, share it with a friend for show notes or any notes from past episodes, head to Davista photography. That's D a V I S T a photography.com forward slash blog for downloads, codes, and more. And as always be the light, the world needs smile, sparkle, and shine.